Another day, another panel. And really, really happy to have you ladies with me today. Um, Shweta, happy birthday. Thank you so much for making time for this today. I know when we set it up, it was like, oh, it's Boxing Day. Yeah, now, <laughs> no, it's not just Boxing Day. It's your birthday. It's so happy birthday. Thank you so much for joining us. All right, Samantha, I'm going to let you go ahead with the introduction, um, start us off, kick us off on, you know, getting over Christmas, and but most importantly, introduce yourself, what you do, who you are, um, and everything, so that those watching us today can, can, can get to know each one of the panelists. Sure. Um, well, my name is Samantha D., and I am lucky enough to be invited to do this panel. I did the US one. And this is our first GMT time zone. Yay! I'm super happy about. I run Samantha D Coaching. Um, I write books and I do all sorts of stuff to do with uh, self-esteem, body image, and coping with the feelings around eating and so on. So I'm really, really happy to be here. All right, so Shweta, first time we're having you this on this panel. Thank you so mm -hmm. much. Um, a little bit about your background and what you're doing now with coaching. Okay, so hi, I'm Shweta, um, and I am a psychologist and product manager, and now I'm going back into life coaching as a um, to the like like that's what I'm good at. I'm good at helping, um, and I my niche is basically getting people to FD diet and basically to start getting a life back. So that's what I'm all about. Nina! Nina! She made it! Yeah, I thought I was doing something wrong and I was trying to click it out, but <laughs> I saw all of you, but nobody seemed to notice me. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry about but, um, that. So welcome, Nina. Um, a short introduction of yourself, please. Oh, I'm Nina, and I'm all about food freedom and loving yourself, and um, yeah, not feeling guilty about everything you ate for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> of ourselves so let's let's get started with that you know oh my god i ate too much and then we'll get into the touchier subject of oh i drank too much i said too much um you know or, or whatever else may you know people might be going through you know in that getting over christmas and we still have a new year's parties coming up so you know okay we might not have handled it perfectly for christmas what are we doing better you know um you know next week we get a do-over um <laughs> yeah yeah so, so how did you christmas go, 
Cool. What are we doing? Actually, um, for the first time, Hello. there wasn't too much. Uh, there wasn't there wasn't too much guilt for me because we ate out. So first of all, I wasn't put in an environment where there was chocolates and sweets and drink and and rubbish. We just went to this restaurant, and then we had um, this. It was a humongous meal. And I, I've never seen a plate so big in my life. <laughs> and I couldn't. I, I just couldn't. So I had a bit of everything. And then we had, I, I saved space for dessert, you know, as you do. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I went away feeling, and the starter was uh, carrot and ginger soup. So I kind of felt really good about you know, filling my face that day. Uh, so that's what I ate. And we're going on to what I drank uh, afterwards, I understand. So um, hmm, that'll be interesting. <laughs> but yeah, it was fantastic. It was a beautiful meal. And, you know, I left loads of it. Felt really guilty about leaving it, actually. But I was full, so I stopped. But I still had room for cake. Lovely. Absolutely lovely. Well, how about you two ladies? Shweta? Um, I think yesterday was actually not too bad because I have this um, weird thing. If I cook a lot, I kind of eat on the go. And I'm always good with smaller meals rather than a big full meal. So it was easier for me to kind of eat a little bit of what I was cooking. And then I had a little bit with my family. And then it wasn't as bad. But today was, because um, it's my birthday, I decided I'm not cooking today. So, um, yeah, you know. So, <laughs> so we actually had a meal catered for us. And it was so good. Oh, my God. We've been eating straight from, like, 2 o'clock to, I think, about half 5, 6 o'clock. And there was just so much food. And, um, you know, there was a lot of salad on, on there as well. So I was just like, okay, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But when it tastes, so good I think I may have eaten a little bit more than I thought I could eat I suppose but that was the only meal of the day so there was no breakfast today because I just woke up really late so I think it was okay yeah you managed to balance it yeah 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 that is kind of my strategy those days I have I want to eat all the cookies. <laughs> I don't care for meals. <laughs> so it's for me, it was like this, those last two days, I've been eating like moderate, normal meals and then fill myself up <laughs> with cookies. <laughs> they are much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I know here in Panama, the 24th is way more important than Christmas Day itself. So on the 24th, um, Isabel and I were at two dinners. First at some, basically one of her play dates, um, family's homes. Um, and then over to her grandmother's house with my ex and his family for, you know, their Christmas meal. But 
What was wonderful? Oh, I've got a plane flying over. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll pick up from there. Bless her. <laughs> yeah, right, right there. You know, so um, I had the perfect excuse at both houses of, oh, I've still got another house to go to. I'm sorry. I'm just going to have a little bit. And obviously at the second house, oh, I've already had a dinner at the other house. I'll just have a little bit. And actually, it was probably the most measured I've ever been because I literally grabbed a tiny slice of turkey, a little taste, you know, like um, a tablespoonful of each one of the dishes so that I was literally getting a taste of each thing, but without ever getting full. Um, and somehow I missed the dessert table. I honestly don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how I managed to not see desserts at either place and not have even noticed until tonight list, and this afternoon listening to you guys. I'm like, oh, wait, desserts, where were they? <laughs> uh, which I think was pretty damn awesome. Um, so yes. Day, um, we were supposed to go out for another lunch on Christmas Day, but I made the mistake of tipping all of Isabella's toys on the floor to go through and get rid of whatever needed to be getting rid of so that we, she'd have space for all this new stuff she got. And I was like, there's no way I'm making it to lunch. I was, you know, I, I had everything all over the place on the floor. And I was like, okay, well, this will be what I'm doing today, which wasn't, you know, I wasn't very well thought out of me. And I have to say today, as I was finishing, I was like, we are never doing this again. We're never doing this again. <laughs> I say that every year. So, so talk about regrets. Yeah, my regret is I tipped all the toys on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> But you missed desserts, so, you know, win-win. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, I was really, really good. Uh, talking about alcohol and all that sort of stuff, I was actually, because I was driving, I was I was very much of, oh, no, you know, I can only have a few sips and managed to keep myself to that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I was pretty good for the first time ever. Uh, yesterday I wasn't having to drive anywhere I was chauffeured around and um, I was pretty good actually I had like uh, four cocktails with lunch um, and that was it that was it for yesterday so I mean I'm pretty pleased with how the day went <laughs> There was no debauchery. <laughs> no debauchery. No, no, no words. No, nothing I can blame on the alcohol. Yeah, that's definitely my, my situation. I cannot say, I, you know, if I said anything out of place, it wasn't the alcohol's fault. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so let's get on. Let's get on to those other you know because this is also about face the feelings you know um if there's words that should have been left unsaid 
or if there's words that should have been said and weren't said, how do you go about now facing well, the I'll let someone else go. I'm going to formulate the response. Well, for me, that was a bigger issue than all the food. With the food, I'm like, okay, I'm full and I'm done for for now. <laughs> yeah. But with not saying, and it's a huge family and everyone has their own opinions and they are all so different than I am and everything they think is so much different. And I have answer to everything, but can't say that, you know, to all those people who speak German, you know, and I can't explain everything. That was so frustrating. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I managed it somehow, you know. I was breathing deep. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah, absolutely, yes. Yeah, I mean, if it was like with my family only, then I would tell them, you know, just, just leave me alone and shut up. And then I would have that different kind of a regret. <laughs> But here it was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, it was so. It's what you're not saying. Okay, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, sorry, go on. No, I, go ahead, Sam. Go ahead, Sam. Well, I mean, I was going to say, we, my Christmas yesterday was with my immediate family. So we didn't have a massive gathering. There was just five of us uh, with my sister's fiance and um, we it's the first time we've sat around the table all year so of course there's going to be uh, a lot of catch-up but there there are let's say a slightly strained relationship between one of us and the others and um, I decided I was going to not respond to because there's you know, one person who I love very much, but he's extremely negative. Yeah. And uh, so I kind of sort of neutralized it. And I said, okay, if anything negative comes out, I'm going to say, ho, ho, ho. And, yeah. you know, and do you know what? It, it sounds a bit passive aggressive, but it worked because we weren't engaging in, the negative conversation, but we were pulling him back into enjoying his day. And yeah. um, I think it kind of works. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful, absolutely. And I, I know for me, you know, one of the biggest things is that, you know, I, I have to admit, this was a great Christmas gathering. I didn't have any feelings of things that should have been said that weren't said and that sort of thing. But I also knew that I was really intentional right. about creating for myself that safe place before I went to the dinner of yeah. this is how I'm going to show up. Yeah. I'm going to show up as my best version of me. I'm going to show up as the most positive version of me. I'm going to show up in a loving space 
where I am giving joy and happiness to others, as opposed to sitting there going, well, what is everybody giving to me? So, you know, that made a real difference to me. Going with a giving attitude instead of a needing attitude of um, what, it, what, is, what am I getting from this really does change the whole environment because you're there just to give, you know, whatever that shows up as being. But it's not that somebody's going to take from me. It's mm-hmm. that I am going to give, you know, because if somebody is receiving, but not because I'm giving, but rather because they're just taking, that's a totally different type of energy situation. But when you're going on this attitude of, well, okay, I, I'm, I'm prepared and I'm going in this attitude, it's so much easier. And especially if you know, I mean, because I'll be honest, my ex and I, are always going to see each other on these sorts of dates. You know, it's it's going to be inevitable that um, she's going, my daughter's going to have birthdays. She's going to have Christmases. You know, there's, there's going to be this constant interaction. And I have a choice as to how good that I show up at it. You know, I have a choice as, you know, I was ready in my mind of if he shows up, with another person, I am going to be okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, and, and that was a mental decision beforehand of, I have no idea what I'm walking into. And admittedly that he didn't, but his sister showed up with her new partner. Um, (laughs) and I was like, Oh, well that's new. Okay. I mean, and I have no, I have no idea how long that's been happening because I'm completely out of the loop now, but you know, I was very much of, okay, you know, where is going to be my safe space? And I knew that my safe space was going to be sitting down to talk to my brother-in-law or my ex-brother-in-law, you know? Um, and I was, I was already decided, uh, you know, if I need a safe space, that's my safe space. And it's really funny because I've got all these photos at the end of the evening of me and, and my, my brother-in-law together, you know, all these photos. And I was like, oh, look, it was a safe space. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, it was also a conscious decision of, you know, this is all about my daughter. This is about her having the best Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how about you, Shweta? Because you've got obviously a lot of gatherings happening um, between your birthday and everything else. <clears throat> so the I think the best the best and the worst of it is when you live away from your family, um, there is an added presence, but it's very much they're they're in a different country altogether. So I can control what I'm going to talk about, when I'm going to talk about and how I'm going to talk to them about this stuff. And um, I think that helps because I know exactly when my mom and dad are going to call me to wish me happy birthday. So I, I know the things I can control about it. And I always have like a list of triggers and what my response to it should be rather than my reaction to it. Because I'm so used to um, one of my parents is extremely negative about some stuff. So I know how to handle it now much better and always helps to come back to 10 and then talk to them. So anything they say, I can always go and then talk about what I'm going to (laughs) say. So that gives me that little bit of space to kind of make it um, 
come across as they're not attacking me and I'm not attacking them. And this is just a simple conversation because that one of my sessions with you, you know, they were supposed to come over, but they didn't because my dad was unwell. And but it's I'm constantly in touch with them, even though, you know, they, we don't see each other as often as we'd like to. So, um, yes, and the triggers help and also always keep in the end goal of, of whatever the situation is. You know, what what are they calling me up for? What do I want to get out of this? And then does it really help if I piss them off? Because again, tomorrow we have to talk to each other, right? So that's how I do it. I, I, keep, I prepare myself now. Absolutely. So I really wanted to close with, okay, what if you did mess up over Christmas? Because, you know, <laughs> there's going to be people listening that are like, oh man, you know, um, how do we, one, deal with the guilt? I mean, like for, for me with the food, it's easy. Just get over it. It was one day. You know, you got 364 other days to get it right. Okay. But if it was relationship-wise, if you said the wrong thing to that person, you know, what is our advice to others of how are you going to fix this? So you're not going into the new year with this because let's be real. None of us want to go into the new year with that hanging over our heads. Um, yeah. Well, um, I, I can imagine it went wrong for a lot of people because certainly in this country getting, getting a large family together uh mm -hmm. there's always going to be something um you know some kind of strained relationship but i think if that has happened to you if you have sort of uh been on the receiving end um process the thoughts consider what they said um and decide how you're going to react to it rather than the emotional reaction which probably happened yesterday and the second bit of advice i would give is if get in contact with them don't let it stew just phone them up and say look you know um i was thinking about you today i understand what you said you know have, just have a conversation uh, because i think your perception of it will be bigger than it actually was and so will theirs. So, and I do practice what I preach, but I went in there this year deciding that I was going to be joyful and, you know, make everyone else feel great and fantastic. And, you know, I was lucky enough not to have that. But last year I sat in the car for five minutes and I was going to drive home because I really didn't want to do it. Uh, so if if you've been there, I would say get in contact, don't let it stew um, and just talk it through. And if they, you know, if the strain is still there, just say, OK, well, we can work on this. And then, you know, uh, just leave it and carry on. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just take responsibility for your part of it. Yeah. And what I always try to do, and I do this pretty regularly, <laughs> is see what kind of lessons did you learn from that conversation or fight or whatever, because there was something in there that you need to learn as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, yeah. Yep. I think there's also one element of if this um, conflict happens again and again, is it really worth 
having a relationship with that person that is so toxic. So, you know, it's always okay yeah. to have a memory of someone that you really, really love and not actually be in that contact with that person so much, you know, so you're, you can outgrow people and still live your life. It's not the end of the world if you stop talking to one person for yeah. some time, you know, so that's also something that people can keep in mind because it, toxicity will just let you spiral and you don't want to do that. You want to keep your boundaries, protect yourself, and then that gives you the opportunity to be your best self every single time. Yeah, I, w- one of my friends, Vicky, gave me a great saying. She's like, reframe. You don't have a broken relationship. You relate to this person in a broken way. Mm-hmm. And when you reframe it that way, you're like, oh, well, wait a minute. If I'm relating to this person in a broken way, I could relate to that person in a different way. And that may be that I'm going to choose mm-hmm. to take a step back and not have this person within my inner circle, like you say. You know, if, it, if it's consistently going to end up this way, I might choose just to redefine what that relationship looks like. Absolutely. But leaving things in a good place of, you know what? Yeah, this, this, this doesn't work and we're always going to set each other off. And I mean, like, I look, for example, at my mom and my sister-in-law who do not get along under the same roof but have chosen that we will love each other because we're family in the way that this is. Mm. And we're just not going to spend a whole lot of time with each other so we don't get on each other's nerves. And if you need a timeout or I need a timeout, we're going to announce that we need a timeout and we're going to leave the room and everything is okay. Yeah, We're absolutely fine with deciding as two adults that, we see things very differently and we have agreed to disagree. Mm-hmm. And if I feel that I'm starting to no longer be in a place of control and in a good place, I'm just going to step out of the room. And the common theme uh, um, across all of us is careful and mindful consideration of what you're walking into. Yeah. Um, and, and so my mom and my sister-in-law are very well aware that they get on each other's nerves. Yeah. yeah. But they, 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 it doesn't mean they don't love each other. It's just, okay, you know, she pushes my buttons and I push hers. Mm-hmm. And we're going to do our best not to get upset. Yeah. You know, and it's, it's that mindfulness of I'm going to love you but we're going to keep a little bit of distance because a little bit of distance is healthy. Yeah. Exactly. You know? um, and when you own that, when you own, I don't have to have that pers- perfect relationship. I don't have to put expectations on this relationship of this relationship has to be this way because this is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. Suddenly you have a better relationship. You know, where they can say to each other, I love you, but I can't stand you right now. (laughs) Hey, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically, I really love you, but I don't like you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
especially when there's alcohol involved, which no doubt would have been, you know, yesterday, uh, it's a recipe for disaster. So I think if you if you go in there and rehearse what your plan is, you're far more likely to go for a time out than, you know, throw some Prosecco in someone's face. <laughs> um, and luckily that didn't happen because I was drinking vodka, not Prosecco. But um, there you are. But yeah, I mean, you know, like I say, so if you messed it up, acknowledge that you relate to this person in a broken way and choose whether or not you want to relate to that person in a different way or not. And that may be with more distance or that may be working out how you're going to work on that relationship and relating to each other. Yeah. But when you reframe it to we relate in a broken way to each other as opposed to we have a broken relationship, you, there's so much more room for what you might do, for how you might approach dealing with that if it's really important to fixing it, you know? Um, and and don't feel bad about having to adjust the relationship either because that's all about you. You know, yeah, you and it's about, it's about being responsible. You know, like Nina said, I am a hundred percent responsible for where I am at and what I am doing, what I'm thinking, what I'm saying. That's a hundred percent on me. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you step into that, you say, No, I own this. You know, this is my my relationship. This is the way I relate to you. Well, I can choose to change that or not. Yeah. You know, um, and so as you're going into the new year, what do we have, ladies? What are we What are we looking forward to? Ooh, well, I I'm not. Uh, I'm just going to have a quiet night in New Year's. No parties to go to. I think my father this year has gone to more parties than me. <laughs> oh dear, Sammy D. <laughs> I know that's just my life. <laughs> well i know i know i'm back at my um ex-mother-in-law and ex-brother-in-laws um because he's already said well you know i got isabella's favorite um uh, fireworks so i'm like oh okay oh, no. i guess i guess i guess that guess i guess that's that you know <laughs> we're, we're going over for fireworks okay <laughs> what are you doing nina Oh, I'm I'm having a quiet evening with my husband's family. Um, we've been doing this since I came here. It's always the same. Even the TV program is the same. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm 80. <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> I look forward to it. <laughs> Uh, mine's gonna be uh, on New Year's Eve. I don't know what it is, but I'll be in bed by ten o'clock every single year for a very, for a very, very long time. I, I, I just sleep for the whole thing because um, <laughs> I think about six years ago I went to a party and I got so drunk I threw up in a cab. Um, and since then I'm not allowed um to go out uh and get drunk that bad anymore um, <laughs> and now that now that we have uh, a 10 month old at home it, it's just easier to just go to bed and you know watch netflix 
Then, I, then, I, can, then, I can remember then. Isabella's first two Christmas, I mean, Christmases and New Year's. I was like, nine o'clock, I'm done. I don't care that there's New Year. As, as a mother with, with a toddler, yeah, I'm done. We're, we're, we're going to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for for me it's similar. We go out at midnight and shoot the fireworks, and I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah I've definitely been there. You know, I mean, when you've got a toddler, you're just so knackered at that time. It's just like you know, all I really want is some sleep. You know, everyone's like, "What do you want for Christmas?" Sleep. But I, I will quickly mention there's a lot of people that um, find this time of year quite difficult because they're on their own. Yeah. Um, so I just want to reiterate that I'm yeah. going to be around 24-7 between now and the new year. So yeah. if you have any feelings or just want to sit around with somebody and chit-chat, then I'm your girl. Awesome, Sammy. Absolutely. And, and that is one of the things that, you know, if you're in Nourish or even if you're not in Nourish, join Nourish because we yeah. have a great supportive community in there that is online basically around the clock because there's always somebody awake. <laughs> um, and, you know, I know we, we've got Sarah, we've got Sharon, um, we've got Sandra, as well as the four of us that are always available that, you know, if somebody needs somebody to talk to over the Christmas season, if you're, if you're facing feelings that you're not sure how to deal with, and you're in Nourish, or you join Nourish, we're all available for one call for however long that call needs to be, you know? of you know let us walk through that with you and know that you've got somebody that not only will listen but might just offer you a perspective ask you a question that allows you to see this from another viewpoint that says oh wait you know and most importantly that there's compassion and love because the reason we're called nourish is not just because we're talking about good food, although, you know, there is that. Um, but the nourishment is so much more than just food, you yeah. know, and yeah. you know, that, that's what we're all here for is to provide that support to, to other people, not just women, although funnily enough, we have another panel of women. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> But, you know, we really want to make sure that everybody in the community is receiving that support. And if you're going through a hard time during this period, just reach out. You know, we're all here to offer that, not just as advice, but actually to really be that active listening ear. So thank you, Samantha, for bringing that back up and putting it at the forefront of, you know, if you need support this Christmas season, this New Year's season, you know, just... <laughs> Just ask. Just ask. Absolutely. And I wish I had fireworks this year because here's a secret you didn't know about me. I love the smell of fireworks. I, I do too. There's something oh, in childhood memory, I'm sure. I'm sure it's just. It is. Right I'm it's sure it is. Yeah. Since, you know, the, the olfactory memory going, oh, yeah, I remember this. Yes, absolutely. Right. 
<laughs> for me, it's that sense of, oh, Guy Fawkes night, even though there's no Guy Fawkes in Panama. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, yeah, so anyway, wishing you all Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. And we will yes. see you all again at the same time yeah. on the 2nd of January. We'll be back talking about New Year's resolutions and getting 2019 the year is coming. Absolutely. So um, I don't know about you ladies, but I am spending this week really quiet not doing a whole lot of activity but it's a moment for reflection i'm yes. looking at my vision board again i'm looking at my plans which i've already made but i'm just sitting there looking at it going well is this really me is this really deeply truly what i want yeah um and and making sure that I'm looking at the new year with with very, with a lot of clarity and a lot of reflection, and not just oh I'm all gung ho. No, am I am I putting my energy in the right places for me? So, wishing you all the best this week, and I can't believe it, but I'll talk to you all next year. Yes. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. All right. Happy New Year.